Welcome back, everybody, to another chapter of Keeper of the Lost Cities. Um, yeah, here we go. Sophie took a deep breath to fight the drowning sensation she always felt when, when surrounded by the aquarium in Alden's office. She strangled her satchel against her chest. Alden cleared his throat from the other side of his paper-strewn desk. What was it you wanted to talk about, Sophie? She opened her out her mouth, but no words came out. Is it is this about grading Adeline's discussion? He asked quietly. She shook her head and swallowed, for, 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 forcing her voice to work. No, though I am worried about them. They've been acting weird since you came over that night. Sorry, I just want to make um, a couple quick book recommendations that you guys might like. Um, sorry, this is a little off topic, but there's Artemis Fowl, which was an amazing book. Um, it's about this genius mastermind whose plan is to make money, and he finds a secret that he's, that his world isn't that's all is isn't the one world that's out there and when he finds um people from the other world he goes on crazy adventures with them and it's an amazing book and i highly recommend it there's also spy school which is an amazing book i really loved it um it's about well a kid who gets into a spy school and he makes friends along the way. And he goes on these crazy um, missions. And he has to um, save, like, the world. Not exactly the world, but he has to save, like, the U.S. And he makes, like, really cool decisions and stuff like that. Night, Dad. Love you. And there's also um, uh, Ranger's Apprentice, which, in my opinion, is... The best book I've ever read. Um, I love it. Um, it's about this um, little boy named Will, who is chosen as a ranger, and goes on these crazy adventures. Like, I know I'm not I'm not doing it justice. I mean, that book is like, whoa. It's why I like I love it. And back to Keeper of the Lost Cities. Here we go. Alden looked away. They haven't told you about the fires? No, but they don't have to. I know there are hundreds of them, and I know they're around humans. And I know you think the black swan's involved. So don't tell me there's no reason to worry, because I know something's going on. This situation will be under control soon enough. The humans will put the fires out, and everything will go back to normal. The words were confident, but she still... But she could tell from his eyes he didn't believe them. She tugged out an eyelash, knowing the next word she spoke would change everything. Not if it's ever, Blaze. Alden was on his feet before she could react. He held her shoulders, forcing them back, forcing her to look at him. How do you know about that word? Her voice vanished. She fumbled in her satchel, pulling out the pyrokinesis book. His mouth fell open. Where did you get that? Someone put it in my locker 
today. The chapter on Everblaze was marked. She pulled out her memory log and flipped to the pages she filled after she called Aldo. And when I read and when I read the word Everblaze, I remembered this. His rubbed oh, I think that's a typo. It says his rubbed his temples. But I think it's supposed to be he rubbed his temples as he examined the complic uh complicated formula she projected. Do you know what this is? Not really. I know it's called Frizen. She pointed to a symbol that looked like a Q and an X running through it. And that stands for quintessence. But I have no idea what it does. The list of ingredients and instruction was so detailed only a master alchemist would be able to decipher it. Frizen is the only way to extinguish Everbrace. The formula is highly classified. I've never seen the entire directions before. He ran his hand through his hair. Do you know what this means? Someone planted secret information in my brain. Her voice shook. The words were so much more terrifying out loud. She handed him the photo of her on the beach with the sandcastle. I found this a few weeks ago. Why didn't you tell me? His voice wasn't angry, but guilt made her her face hot and made her face hot anyway. I'm sorry. I was afraid I would get in trouble, but I also haven't remembered anything else until today. That's why I called you. She forced herself to meet his eyes. The fires are everblaze, aren't they? I'm afraid they might be, but I've only over but I've been overruled on that opinion. Overruled he rose to pace. The council doesn't believe it's possible. They think it's much more likely humans haven't are a son it arsonist who's playing with chemicals on their hands. And since they excluded themselves from your help when they broke the treaty, it's not our concern. I can't blame the council for feeling that way. Things like this are supposed to be unheard of, but our world is changing. He stared at the aquari aquarium. Your existence is proof of that. What do you mean? Indecisions warn warned across his features before he moved to the desk, closed her memory log, and pointed to the silver bird etched in the cover. Do you know what this is? Wait, do you know what this is? A, do you know what this is? A moonlark? Oh, my bad. I've been reading that wrong. Did you know that this is a moonlark? A chill ran through her as she shook her head. She barely paid attention to the cover. Soldren, Alden said quietly. Moonlarks lay their eggs in the ocean and let the tide carry them away. The babies hatch alone and must learn to survive without family that's what the black swan called you project moonlark she gripped the sides of her chair needing something to hold on to 12 years ago we captured a member of the black swan and probed his mind prentice she interrupted he nodded prentice was a keeper for the black swan 
so the council ordered Quillen to probe his memories. His mind broke in the process, and Quillen was only able to extract two pieces of information. A strand of your unregistered DNA and your codename, Moonlark. You were the egg they cast into the sea of humans, hoping you'd survive. The words stung, like swallowing ice. They matched what Tyrion already told her, but felt so much worse. She was Project Moonlark. Sorry, give me a second. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So, my parents belong to the Black Swan, she asked. In a way, his fingers twisted with the fabric of, of his cape. The thing is, Sophie... I'm not convinced you have parents. Not in a conventional sense. I think the Black Swan created you for some purpose I have not determined yet. I've done some research since I found you. Your human parents had trouble getting pregnant, so they saw a fraternity doctor. I believe that doctor was a member of the Black Swan, posing as a human. and that, he implanted your mother with the embryo to keep us from knowing about your existence. The room spun as she tried to make sense of what he was telling her. Why? You're very special, Sophie. Your DNA has been manipulated. Sorry, I know I said that wrong. That's why your eyes are brown, why you have telepathic abilities, why your te and why your telepathic abilities are so outstanding. They even gave you a photographic memory, so you can easily learn and retain information like cipher runes, the council's secrets, and, in, and an impenetrable mind to keep anyone from discovering them. I assume that's also why, why you have an allergy. Limbium affects the mind, and your mind is different from the rest of ours, not just on a talent level, on a genetic level. She shook her head, wanting to shake the information away. So I'm a mutant? Not a mutant. An anomaly. Same thing. It's not as bad as it sounds. How? You're seeing a group of crazy renegades made me and hid me away. Like I'm their secret weapon or something. I never said you were a weapon. I don't know why they made you. Or why they wanted me to find you. He smiled sadly. When, their eye, when her eyes winced. He smiled sadly when her eyes winced. It's safe to assume they are the ones who sent, who sent me that article about you. I'm sure they wrote the article. I doubt it's a coincidence the title uses the word prodigy. They even burned their sign around the city where you live to get our attention. She rubbed her temples. The news was getting worse and worse. What does that mean? It means you need to be very careful. He pointed to the pyrokinesis book. Clearly, they're trying to manipulate you. For what? I don't know. But they already made you illegally collect quintessence. And the council may not be so forgiving if you break the law again. So I need you to promise me that no matter what message you get, 
no matter what you hear or you remember, you will come straight to me, just like you did today, and do nothing else. Will you promise me that? The fear was so suffocating, she could barely choke out the word, yes. It was scary enough to have secrets in her brain. The idea that she'd been designed and controlled like someone's puppet made her whole body shake. Not to mention, she now had had no hope of ever having a normal life. Who would be friends with her when they found out she was an anomaly? Alden wrapped his arms around her. It's going to be okay. We'll figure it out. She buried her face in his cloak and swallowed the sob, this sob fighting its way into her chest. She was stronger than this, and she couldn't afford to lose her head. She shoved her fears away and focused on the bigger issue. What if the fires really are Everblaze? They're yellow, right? Just like in the book. Many things could cause would could cause fire to be that color. I'm looking into it. Please trust that I can handle this. She soaked she soaked up the hug for a few more seconds before she pulled away. Okay. He handed her the memory log and she couldn't help staring at the silver bird. How now that she understood the meaning keep track of everything and you can't let anyone See what's in there. That formula is top secret, but I want you to have it in case it triggers some something else. Do you understand? Don't worry. I haven't shown anyone, not even Grady and Adeline. He frowned at the at the names. Are you still mad at Grady for refusing to help? I'm just disappointed. But what's done is done. He squeezed her hand. Everything will be fine. Remember that no matter what happens. I'll try. She glanced out the window at a purple twilight sky. I should get home. I don't want to worry them. All the nodded. He kept the pyrokinesis book to see if it had any clues to where it came from, and he made sure the memory log was well hidden at the bottom of her satchel before he let her leave. Do you need the leap master? Nope. I have a home crystal. She held the pendant up proudly. All the bit is lit. Good. And Sophie? Anytime you need to talk, no matter no matter what time it is, call me, okay? I will, she promised. Then she stepped into the light, willingly. Um, then she stepped into the light. Willingly, the warmth took, uh, the warmth to soothe the chills rushing down her spine. As the scenery glittered away, she saw Alden's face, calm, she, she saw Alden's calm face crumble. And then she was on her way home, hoping she'd imagined it. Sorry, guys, I cannot talk right now. Um, here we go. We got a little bit more. Another note from Grady and Adeline waited for her on the table. On errands, be back later. Five words this time. More than double the last note. Maybe that was a good sign. She missed Grady's throaty laugh. She missed Adeline's gentle smile. She wasn't sure what the problem was, but she needed to find a way to fix it before it drove a wedge between them. She couldn't lose another family. Adeline had left dinner for her in the kitchen. Sophie didn't want to be alone, so she brought Iggy 
and some homework with her. She was starting at the... She was starting the last chapter of the fire-catching book when the front chimes rang. She raced to the door, afraid it was Alden with another emergency, but it was a messenger delivering a scroll from the council. Oh, I don't like this part. She didn't hold it up to the light. She didn't hold it up to the light to see if if she could read it through the paper. She didn't test the seal to see if she could break it and then reseal it. The curiosity was a fierce beast rampaging inside her. But she fought the urge to let and left it on the table. She didn't stay downstairs, though, so she could see Grady's reaction when he opened it. Her willpower had li- had its limits. She curled up on the chasse in the main room to finish the last chapter. She mostly skimmed fire catching was so boring. But the word blaze caught her attention. Sir Colony, Colony, I think, Conley, had taught her to place a copper bead in the bottles to seal in the heat of the flame. But the book said copper only worked with luminous flames. Non-luminous flames needed silver and something called a generated blaze required gold. A memory ticked in the back of her mind. Luminite. She wasn't sure what it meant, but she dug out her memory log to record it. She projected the image in, in her mind. A squat round bottle with a glowing golden seal. Did that mean Everblaze needed gold and luminite to be bottled? What was luminite, and why was the bottle short and round? Sir Conley drilled it into her head that fire was caught with long, narrow bottles. The shape was was essential to hold the heat without cracking the glass. She closed her eyes, focusing on the memory to make sure she was seeing it right. The image was fuzzy, like something was missing. What would clarif- that would clarify things, but she was sure the bottle was round. A loud rip shattered, the- shattered her concentration. No, Iggy, she screamed, racing across the room. She and Grady scroll from his blubbery little paws. Rip! A huge chunk of paper stayed in Iggy's possession. As he skidded, Get it away, clutching his treasure. Get back here right now, or I'm feeding you to the vermin. Five minutes of racing around the room, and she was still no closer to retrieving the rest of the scroll. Stop, she screamed. Stop right now. Stop, stop. Her mental plea was so desperate, it transmitted. Iggy froze and turned to look at her, his eyes wide with shock. Let go of the paper. The paper fluttered to the floor, and she grabbed the tattered pages to assess the damage. Look at this, she groaned, laying the piece on a rug to figure out how to glue them back together. When am I going to tell Grady? Do you have any idea how much tr- Her voice trailed off when she noticed her name. A teeny voice in the back of her mind begged her to stop reading. But her eyes had already spotted another word. 
adoption. She skimmed the rest of the page, struggling to figure out what the tattered document was saying. Then she found it. In accordance with your request, adoption proceedings for Sophie Foster have been canceled. That is the end of chapter 38. I really hope you guys enjoyed this chapter. And I will try and upload tomorrow. Um, Have an amazing week, guys. And I hope I made your day just a little bit better.